joining us today, we have my dear friend, Max Barr. Hello. He's a comedian. He's worked on political campaigns. He's a real piece, piece of, of shit. shit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's Welcome, true. Max. True. Hi. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing well. I had too much coffee and I'm very angry. So I feel like let's talk politics. Great. So, uh, all right. Well, start us off. All right. So my theory, I just want to... St- this is a theory I've been working on for okay. a little bit in terms of general election candidates because everyone's talking about the primary, who can beat Trump. Um, my theory is that forget like the whole thing, like, oh, who do you want to have a beer with? All that shit. The, the person that wins a general election, there's nothing Americans love more than fuck you. Like as an aesthetic, as a vibe, mm-hmm. there's nothing more American than fuck you. Whether you're on the left or the right, whether it's fuck you, give me health care or fuck you, I'm a, I'm a bigot, which they're bad people, obviously. So you mean but like it's not like a fuck you. It's a fundamental like... It, there, and it does tie into like certain elements of like toxic masculinity and stuff. But I think you'll see with my examples in the general election that like, like, um, so we'll go back. We'll just go back to Gore versus Bush, two thousand. Classic. Who has more fuck you energy, Al Gore, or the crazy cocaine governor who owns a baseball team? The crazy cocaine governor. He wins. Who fuck didn't you. even really want to be president? Yeah. And, oh. uh, and honestly, kind of didn't really win. It's a <laughs> but oh yeah, but fuck you wins. They won because the Republican Party went down to Florida and was like, "Fuck you, stop the recount, whatever." So and they I, win. And I won't reveal how old I was when that election happened, just for everybody's great pleasure. <laughs> yeah, noted. And, uh, then, and then you have Bush v- versus Kerry, and uh, the opposite of fuck you energy is um excuse me sir energy. <laughs> wait, wait, so there's we... two energies in American politics. There's fuck you, and there's um excuse me sir. Look at Appendix C. <laughs> And why? Uh, let me just note that as I'm trying to clarify what this energy is like, Max is exhibiting classic "fuck you" energy by yeah. just going in on this. But I pointed at myself, which is why I lose, which is why I self sabotage. But this is not the point of what I'm talking. about. The point I'm talking about. So then we go Bush v. Kerry. Okay, Kerry, war hero. The Dems nominate him. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, he's going to be invincible. They can't attack him. But he's fundamentally a um. Excuse me, sir. Actually, uh, that flag <laughs> that I wore, actually, which even if you agree with him. Even if you agree with him, makes your fucking skin crawl. I would have voted for. Also, obviously, I would have voted for all these people. I'm not saying you don't, shouldn't vote for the left person, but also he doesn't. He didn't brag whatsoever that his family, his like wife, has ketchup money. Yeah, he should have had a bottle of ketchup during Bush, like speaking <laughs> in the debates. Kerry just hitting the end of a bottle of ketchup, <laughs> like squeezing it. So yeah, just sounds... like get weird with the American He's people. Like, we have 52 varieties of people in these countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's still, man, he sucked so much. But he would have been better than Bush. He lost, right? Okay. Let me go to Obama versus McCain, okay? Obama, just who he was, was such a fuck you to the Bush years, right? Yeah. Easily win. McCain had a little fuck you energy and I think could have beaten maybe other Dems. Yeah. But Obama, his his identity, who he was, and how he ran was like, I'm against stupid wars. Like, fuck you, right? He wins, okay? I'm against people not having health care. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to drone, but that's whatever. So... Then you've got uh, Obama versus <laughs> Romney, okay? Yeah. Romney has is the def he's Kerry. Also, Romney does look better as he ages. He does. Am I right? Yes. He's total zaddy territory. Also, shout out to Mitt Romney. He did a cool thing this he week. He did the one cool thing. He did a cool thing. Okay. Well, I'll talk. I talk about. I, we talked yeah, about this. Yeah. He already, got he but. got some some Mormon revenge, mm-hmm. which is best served decaf. Ice, ice cold decaf Mormon revenge stabs you in the back and then uh, baptizes your ancestors. <laughs> Whatever. And then so anyway, oh he God. he lost. Mr. Moneybags mm-hmm. lost to Obama. Then you have Clinton versus Trump. 
to me, that's like a very clear. Now, of course, I will allow. There's all kinds of misogyny in our culture. There's kinds of toxic masculinity that box mm-hmm. women in ways. Sure, you know, I, I completely allow that. But just sort of bird's eye view. Trump was fuck you, and that was kind of what Michael Moore said in that one thing where he called it. He was like, the people voting for Trump, it is their chance to throw dynamite into the system. Again, not defending that, but if you understand Americans, they will vote for fuck you. That is why I believe Bernie could beat Trump, because okay. I think I, because I think Bernie. Has fuck you energy. Trump he has, fuck you has energy. had fuck you energy for his entire. He has been an old man since he was fifteen, and as a fellow old man since I was fifteen, I respect it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Warren's fine. I'm not here to really shill for a particular person, except to say, I think fuck you would win. And if you look at a lot of these candidates, like, um, although I will say, fuck you energy did not work for Beto, but that's not real. It didn't read as authentic. Did also, he have fuck you energy? I thought he just had like "hello, it's me" energy. He had, he had, he had "please fuck me" energy. <laughs> That's way different. Beto was trying to fuck. Listen, we, I guarantee that was his thing. We are not endorsing anyone explicitly on this We're podcast, but Beto I will no. But I will in. say I am retroactively telling everybody that if Beto were still in the race, you would hear me shit on him every week on this podcast. There's just something about him to me that's like. A, trying so hard, and B, also trying to seem like he's not trying so hard, and C, why did he ever decide he should be president? Okay, this think, is not about Beto, but for Obama the record. I think he got Obama brain, and he thought he would be like Obama. Yeah, Beyonce a wore of, a Beto, Beto hat, and he's like, I should be the president. Yeah, I think a lot of these people, but I think the main thing with fuck you energy is it has to be authentic, and I think people, regardless of your beliefs, unless you're like sort of hardcore on the right or the left, like I mm-hmm. think people will vote for whoever just reads as authentic. Just again... It's like a Chris Cizilla level take, right? It's like the winner will win. Who's Chris Cizilla? He's a CNN's worst commentator. Okay. <laughs> he gets paid like hundred grand to write articles where it's like, if you have the most votes, that means you win. You know, just like <laughs> dumb pundit shit. Yeah. Um, I don't have CNN cable, so. Not as high-minded as my whole fuck you energy yeah. thing. Which we should, should get you on CNN. They should. No, they you're really more should. of an M- MSNBC tone. They put me on Russia today and then kill me. <laughs> throw me out of a window and say oh you know and you're like fuck you yeah and i'm like but listen it's my theory um this is like vice news energy yeah yeah is that that's bad no we like it okay yeah i don't know i think about this stuff all the time i hate it i hate it but i'm addicted to following politics yes and i think a lot of you understand and so seriously though like i love elizabeth warren i think she's fantastic and I am worried that she doesn't have fuck you energy. Same with Pete. She has Same like with... frick you energy where she's like, come on now. Yeah, you just feel like the last second she's... And that might make you a great person. I'm just worried it wouldn't be... You know, Kamala Harris had fuck you energy. I think Booker had some fuck you energy. Kamala definitely had she fuck definitely you energy. Did. But Amy Klobuchar has a little Klobuchar bit of fuck does. you to her. Yeah. Klobuchar's whole vibe is she comes out and says, like, we can't afford it. You know, like she's I just like, you little pigs, you're I, not getting anything. I don't which actually, I love. Yeah, I don't hate Amy Klobuchar. I will say I read this article where she was very shitty to her staff and oh, I didn't yeah. like that. Apparently that's like pretty well known. But I was going to say, I also feel like, I mean, I watch Veep. I feel like politicians, I've heard Biden's bad to his staff. I've heard Hillary Clinton, who is my favorite person, hate me for saying it, but she's one of my favorite people. She's bad to her staff. So I don't think that Klobuchar is alone on that. Not justifying it. Not saying it's okay. But I will say also, like, when you're you're competing to be the president, like, you're probably a little stressed and taking it out on people that probably don't deserve it. I think anyone running for president has to be a psycho. I mean, just anyone who's raising their hands, like, I should be president. It's like anyone who does stand-up. You're like, people really... People, I am the voice that people need. I've tried to explain why I do stand up and why I shouldn't. And I'm like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. Oh, also Taylor Swift said it very well in her documentary, which I did watch. 
Here we go. Drinking game. Or keep you posted drinking <laughs> game. Take a shot. I mentioned Taylor Swift. Maybe I'll mention my concussion later. Anyway, so Taylor Swift did say in her documentary, she's like, we get into this business because like the sound of a crowd applauding for you is like the most fulfilling thing, like people who get into entertainment. And I would imagine the same is for politics. Mm. You're like, I have really good ideas. I'm super smart. I'm very well qualified. I should be in charge of shit. Oh, my God. If somebody yeah. made like a clever chant ab about my name or something. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. Ross, the boss. Wise Ross, man. the boss. The wise man. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm coasting now. Great. Speaking of campaigns. So I, Go I ahead. Worked Go on, ahead. I'll, I'll tie this into a personal. I worked on campaigns for a little bit in like 2014 to 2016. Worked on a congressional race in 14. We got wiped out. These are all Dems. Worked on a city council race, which is terrifying. And I worked on um, a governor's race. I don't even want to say. Okay. Because I got what out of- What city does it rhyme with? No, fair. Schmaladelphia. <laughs> <laughs> but you work in city politics at all, and you're like, oh, shit. Especially in a one-party town, it's just like really weird and intense. And mm -hmm. so you're like, like this isn't it. like Parks and Rec at all. Yeah, it's it's it is like a, a an office of political organizers does remind me a lot of a stand up mic in that it's like self selected <laughs> psychos. Two out of ten are very good, somewhat stable. Four out of ten, various degrees of mental illness, and then three are like legit nuts. And again, those are my people. Like I've chosen to be yeah. part. So I'm not. I'm part of that community. It was a really fun experience. If you, I was a field organizer, and then kind of a little bit above that, but still basically organizing people, mm -hmm. which is why the Iowa. Democratic Party is such a bummer because I don't care who you were working for those like the organizers on the ground if you're working even the Yang perverts if you're working for any of these people for six <laughs> Yang months pervert. even the total Yang psycho pervert isn't people, Yang the coolest person at the party though he's, the he's party got is stories like, is he's like definitely a, got stories coding people I guess no I think he's like obviously not gonna be president but i yeah. think he has some fuck you energy hard and he's obviously right right like the yeah. president it, sh it should be no, yang he he and then williamson is the vp with crystals and shit so like, i agree with both of them yang doesn't have happen. fuck you energy he has fuck it energy yeah he's like, yeah fuck That's it an interesting fuck it you're getting twelve thousand dollars a year yeah, yeah. everybody fuck it yeah. i really i will say like every time i see andrew yang he did the new yorker caption video i highly recommend i'll oh, put yeah. the link on the website but he's he really is funny i think he's like a cool guy i mean yeah. I don't think that translates. I agree with you, Ross. I think he has fucking energy. But anyway, Yang perverts. I was just saying, ahead, even even the people, even the total Yang pervert monster people. <laughs> I don't know why. I just find it's just funny to say that. Yang, it's not gang. Yang, gang, gang bangers. Yeah. Um, they, whatever camp you're working for, people I disagree with. If you're an organizer on the ground for like six months, your day is like 8 a.m. fucking call with all these people until like midnight towards the end. Mm -hmm. No days off. You're trying to do the one thing in American politics that no one wants to do that all the money gets spent on, which is talking to Americans. Mm -hmm. And it's exhausting and crazy and also inspiring. And it's like a di it's like the dishwasher job where I'm like, society would be better if everyone had to be a field organizer once in a campaign. Mm. It really does make you realize that like whoever you're working for, I mean, obviously, if you're working for Trump, fuck you. But if you're working for like any of these President other people. President Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, President fuck. Yeah. So- my point is, the Iowa Democratic Party uh, fucked it up. They had one job. They couldn't announce the results. And, um, oh, I also wanted to say before I finish this segment, I would like to announce that this segment has been a complete victory for me. Great. I would like to also is say... Is that weird to announce something before results? <laughs> is that crazy? No. Why? I'm the special Just go boy. on CBS Wait, this let morning me give, and Let talk me give some it. background for our listeners okay. real quick. Okay. If you missed it, the Iowa Democratic Caucus happened this week yeah. on an app. They They made an app for voting or i don't for like for the reporting of the votes right yeah. a thing that people say oh we shouldn't be doing that right yeah. the app what a surprise didn't work mm -hmm. the results 
have they even come in yet? They have. And the thing is, Who no won? one. No. Um, Pete is ahead by like three or four state delegate equivalents <sighs> in terms of votes, which of course they make it impossible to find. Bernie was ahead. When I checked this morning, the Associated Press had Sanders at 45,826 votes, Buttigieg at 43,195, and Warren at 34,771. Okay, so, so and this I understand is you can make a good faith argument like, oh, Pete won, quote unquote, but he basically went out before the results and like basically announced that. Didn't it was a Biden do that too? They all started to because once one person does, it's like a fucked up, you know, prisoner's dilemma. Like, thing. Yeah, they I'm not going to be the one. And what was this, Tuesday? No, Wednesday. 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 Uh, I think it was no, I think it was like Monday or something. The actual results. I think it was Monday because I remember I was on stage. It's been last a long time. week, guys. Yeah, it's been yeah, a yeah. Long it was like week. ten years ago. I've only cried like three times though, so I don't know about you guys. Uh, wait, so so again, we'll get back to this. But but yeah. the point to note is that this is the first caucus. It really was a a giant shit show, and um. And no, I think it's important also to note that like no one's claiming that votes were changed. Mm-hmm. Like because of the caucus process and the way it's run, it's all like the. The numbers are announced in public, mm-hmm. so all the campaigns can see it. So, again, not claiming that votes were changed, but I think there was some bad faith, like media manipulation stuff that was happening. How so? Um, one thing is they canceled this very important poll, the Des Moines, the Des Moines Register poll, which traditionally comes oh, out. Oh yeah, it's like the last poll. I think the person's name is Ann Seltzer. I want to say who does it. It's like a really Ann Lacroix. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ann Lacroix. Yeah, John Pomplamoose. Um, <laughs> Pomplamoose to the chef. Or. <laughs> I've said that and no one laughs. That's funny. Because I've never, anyway. Oh, I had too much coffee. The point I is. I know. I'm so sorry I got you all I caffeinated. Think, I think, let's just go through the candidates. A okay. Bit, Tell us okay? about the candidates. So now, based on knows. this fuck you theory, okay? Mm-hmm. So we've got the Yang Gang, which I mentioned. The only thing funny about them, I will say, is that it's fun to troll them online and you win if you get them to send you a photo of a computer. What you say is, you say, oh, computers, what is what is a Super Nintendo going to take my job? And then someone's like, uh, computers are everywhere. And then you're like, I got your forklift right here, and I sent a photo of my hand. Basically, I claim the computers don't exist, and I got some 14-year-olds to argue with me about it for like two hours. On Twitter? Yeah. So I guess I Max won. Max is doing really well, unrelated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. I guess I won. Um, you, you did. You already announced your victory from this segment. By the way, when it comes to automation, here's my idea. Don't program the computers to apply for jobs. Mm. Oh. Bam! Fucking done. We should program all the robots to have like an unemployed but cool with it mentality. Yeah, yeah. They can take my brain. Um, so that's the Yang Gang, or all of my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that's right. And Steyer, you know Tom Steyer is yeah, another billionaire. We've talked about him. I think he's cool. I think he's cool. I think he's. I read online someone was trying to say he's he's trying to be like I'm the cool billionaire, so that when a revolution comes, we like forgive him. But I think most importantly, the thing about Steyer is he's got only human in a Muppet movie energy. <laughs> oh, Doesn't I like he? that. He really looks like <laughs> he should be so like funny. harassing Miss Piggy in a 1980s Muppet movie. You know, he's like, oh, hey. And she's like, and like slaps him. Sorry, That's quick correction. Like. Quick correction. Um, it, the humans in Muppet movies always fall for Miss Piggy and harass uh, Kermit. Because oh, yeah. he's too pure of a soul. Okay. Sorry, just Ross need is to a put Muppet that fan. Yeah, I have a tattoo. We, but Miss Piggy, I feel like Miss Piggy does com- get hit on in ways that are inappropriate now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, people are very rude to her. It'd be weird if the, in the Muppet movie they were just like, I want to fuck you. Like if they just said that to like a Muppet. I don't know. It's crazy. It's like a, the Muppet movie is like a grown man talking to Miss Piggy and you're just like, this is wild right now. And yeah. it's like, Tom Steyer is, is that guy. You know what else is wild? This is the second conversation we've had about Muppets this morning. One, one was off, off the record because <laughs> it was too risque. And this one is 
just risque enough. Just risque enough. My, friend, my friend Dan Cups was saying that he can <gasps> easily love he, Dan Cups. This is just it. Just made me laugh. He was like, "Yeah, I can easily picture Steyer being karate kicked by Miss Piggy with a hi <laughs> right? I like in the middle of his speech, and he just the way his mouth moves, his whole vibes are weird. We talked about him, I think, on episode two or three. Sure. Um. Yeah. Sure. Uh. But yeah, he was on the Daily Show, and he has a very weird laugh. He, I thought he did a great interview. I find him very interesting. He's one of those billionaires. I will say that's pledged to give away half of his wealth over the course of his life, whatever. Hmm. But you're totally right. He has this like kind of like he just wants to be included. Too. Yeah, it's a weird like goober dad. Yeah, goober is the. It's like a rich dad that doesn't even enjoy the money. Like it's just like he seems like he still it's like buys he's the rich same. And but it's like the house is like oh this like should be nicer than it is yeah yeah he's like trying to get you to set up his roku and stuff and you're like don't you have people for this like also why is this the first roku you could get a better Roku. (laughs) yeah yeah he's got big first gen roku vibes i think that's that's hit my problem with him so he's fucked he's trying to buy the buy the election um and then you have bloomberg who is uh the ninth richest guy on the planet and should also definitely have nukes that makes sense. He he has the vibe of like an animatronic at Disney World that's like almost gonna break down. Yeah, yeah. Like the the mouth is starting to get out of sync. The eyes are yeah, blinking he's a weird little off. Uh, uh, kind of. Yeah, he's, he's extremely like a, silly. I he's love a Batman it. villain. He's a penguin. Okay. You know. Bloomberg. And he's also uh, oh that's right he was a Republican for a long time mm-hmm. and got elected as a Republican and donated a bunch of money to Republicans as recently as 2016 and 2018, including Senator Pat Toomey, which was another oh. vote in the Senate. That got us Kavanaugh. That got us all kinds of shit. So I, that, that's... And he famously does not respond to any of his constituents. No, Toomey? Toomey, Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I've, call, I've called him. What's funny is if you call Toomey, I called him during the impeachment thing. I was like, hey, I just wonder if you guys are c- going to do the cover-up thing. And she like starts talking about the impeachment thing. And I was like, it's weird you knew what I was talking about. You didn't say what cover up. And then she just like hung up. I was like, okay. So. And then she said exit stage left. And then you hear the dial tone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a weird uh, AOL 56K modem tone. She said she had to get off the phone because they had to surf the web. (laughs) They had to. um, My geo city needs to be updated. Yeah. My angel fire. (laughs) That's the other. Oh, God. Pat Toomey also has a first gen Roku. Sorry. Let's go ahead, Max. Keep Um, telling us about these candidates. Okay. This note just says Epstein Pinata. I'll switch that. That's a different (laughs) idea. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I wanted to make an Epstein pinata where you hit it and rich people's names fall out. But then I was looking for an old man pinata and I could only find the old guy from Up. And I was like, shit, I don't want my neighbors to see me beating up the old guy from Up for a video. Take that, Carl. Yeah, yeah. He had a hard life. He shouldn't end that way. Also, I think it's too much to hang up for one person. It's not a one person job. You know what I'm saying? All right. Anyway, so we move on to Pete. Mm -hmm. Um, um, He's a special boy. And... uh, (laughs) Pete, Pete Buttigieg is basically if a team of lawyers homeschooled someone. That's what it feels like. Can like, confirm. He's got homeschool energy, but not the lefty energy. He's definitely got homeschool energy. He has like never had cable growing up energy. Yeah, like has to call his parents and be like, can I play Super Mario? And he calls it Mario <laughs> energy. Mm, mm, um, so mm. nothing. He's also got a real first uh, act Spider-Man villain energy. Like he's Peter's friend and then something happens and then he's like, we were friends, Peter. And he's like standing on the Green Goblin thing. Peter. Are we, no, crap, what's the guy's name? James Franco. James Franco, yeah. yeah. But he's like a tech James Franco energy from that movie. <laughs> Let's move on from I'm this I'm trying one. to keep up. Anyway, he's 39. Mm-hmm. So he's technically old enough to be president. Mm-hmm. But I'm 30, so I'm aware of the fact. I don't think there's anything I could do for the next nine years that would make me qualified to be president. 
But also, aren't I you... could be president for the next nine years, and I still think when I'm 39, I shouldn't be president. I will say, I am. I would be curious though, like what like the presidential stress does to Pete, because it's always interesting. It's just Benjamin see, like, buttons oh, him. Like uh... <laughs> he just looks younger and younger as he when he leaves. He's like a teenager, and he skateboards out. He's like, so long, suckers. Yeah, so long, suckers. Back up, like. I just, I don't know. I was watching the debate with him. I'm just like, who are you? Like, you look at his eyes. You're like, who are you? I don't even know what your vibe is. Vibe check. definitely not fuck you. No, I don't think so. Well, I think there is. And I think because he's kind of a, on this more corporate side and civility side, like, he can't let it out because the rules he's been playing in his whole life have been, like, Army, McKinsey, great schools, Oxford, like, this whole civility route, which is why he seems to genuinely think that he can like sit down with Mitch McConnell or something, you know, like and present that as like the high minded high road. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of these people that are playing those games are actually way more naive than the people that want to fight. Um, so I don't think I think he also has wheelie backpack energy. We had a kid in my yes. high school. Nice guy. But they he had a wheelie backpack first day of school. Seniors put it in the trash can and they called him wheelie backpack guy for four years. That makes me so sad. It's bad. It's not okay. I'm just saying. But, but what like, you're saying is saying, you want to put Pete's wheelie backpack. I'm saying Pete is going to show up at the debate. Trump is going to say, look at this nerd. Pete's going to say, excuse me, sir. Actually, I was in Afghanistan. And Trump's going to say, I stole your homework or some shit, some dumb shit. And Trump's going to win. so accurate. Trump's going to win 50 states. And then Pete is going to go on the news and blame Bernie and Warren or whoever doesn't campaign with him. Like, I don't think he can win. I will vote for him. I will crawl through glass to vote vote against Trump. I will vote for yeah. fucking, you know, I understand. We all have to. President Trump. Yes. But um, impeached President Trump. Yes. Um, accused rapist President Trump. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's we, true. We know. We know. Okay. Well, it's important to acknowledge. Yes. Do you see the photo? They put a photo out of him yesterday. Okay. Let's. Let's. He's, he's, 73-year-old man that paints his face like a Goblin King every day. Okay. We're just like, yeah, totally normal. Anyway. President Goblin King. Moving on. Pete. Yeah. We got Pete. Yeah. Oh, the final appeal, if you're a fan of comedy, is if... Is if <laughs> no if, one if, who listens to this podcast is a fan if, of comedy. JK. Well, yeah. if, if Bernie or Warren wins, you're going to get Larry David or you're going to get Kate McKinnon probably, mm-hmm. right? On For SNL. For eight years. If Pete wins, you're going to get Adam Scott... On Colin SNL. Jost. No, Colin Jost does it. Okay, that's double my point. You're going <laughs> to get Colin Jost as the cold open for eight fucking years. If you're yeah. a comedy fan, vote for Bernie just to get Larry David. Yeah, that is a huge... That is or, a huge or can you if, imagine eight years of like, how are they going to do it? Or if know. you're if you're a comedy fan, vote for Yang so that uh, newcomer Bowen Yang yeah, that's uh, true. Ooh, yeah. can do it. Bowen's great. Come on the podcast, Bowen. Is, Bowen. Bowen is very funny, yeah. I okay. Think of... The pure I, and also final last minute point, John Edwards, jump in. Now's your time. John Edwards. Yeah. All he did was cheat on his dying wife, which nowadays is nothing. I think nowadays Jason you have to Sudeikis? cheat on your dying wife just to get elected. Yeah, was it Jason Sudeikis that was John Edward? Oh yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I think so. That checks out. Yeah. So bring back Sudeikis. So, so So I just I just think people need to really whatever your personal things are, I think you really need to think of like the general election. What about Klobuchar? She has some fuck you energy. I think Klobuchar is one of those people that I think maybe could win. Mm-hmm. But I just personally where I'm at, I don't I'm not going to support her in the primary. Yeah. But obviously, you know, whatever. But there is some degree to just like. um, Yeah, I mean, she's fine. I don't know. So where does this. So you watched the debate last night. Yeah. God, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is about the debate. I forgot. Yeah. This is about a lot it's about of everything. It's about everything. I got a whole gumbo of 
of stuff. Thoughts. Yum, yum, yum. Um, mm. Here's Max the okra. And I, Max and I used to, uh, Max used to host a show called Party Lines with uh, Joe Messina, and he recruited me, this was years ago, to do um, to do some writing for the show. And I'll never forget, 2016 election night, we had this whole show oh planned. God, yeah. I was just backstage, like I had written a skit or something, and we yeah. had all these people on. And as the results started rolling in, we were like, holy shit, this is going very differently. Yeah. So at one point, Max came back. There was something going on on stage. And he was like, listen, we can't have this next sketch come out because it's very pro Hillary. We need all the writers to just come out and talk about what's going on. Yeah, so there's yeah, like yeah. The, the three of us come out with Joe and Max and we're like had not prepared yeah, for any yeah. of this emotionally i was in a rough spot sure. and we just kind of had to riff and the audience of course is like realizing what's happening we're it's all happening yeah. in real time and so i just i'll never forget sitting on that stage being like so it looks like trump's gonna win and then yeah and then we were just trying to yeah. go and on it, with the show and it all happened in philadelphia comedy theater Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, because I was on stage with Joe again. Yeah. On the Iowa caucus thing. And we were like, literally had like some, some like PTSD shit where I was like, I am so fucking worried about this. Yeah. Like, I thought, you know, I thought there were going to be some results that were bad. But I think a lot of times in the Democratic Party, it's not a conspiracy so much as it is just ineptness and just, yeah. And just sort of a, a parasitic consultant class. So, uh, so. Bef as we wrap up tell us about the t give us like a debate highlight what did we see what are what should i mean who had that fuck you energy is that why let me ask you is that what you think the more progressive side of these candidates like bernie warren you think, think that they're they, better at it they have more of a fuck i mean we uh, we've addressed on this podcast like bernie has just like we said been the same person forever so that's yeah. definitely a fuck you but you're thinking from the debate last night who gave you the best i think both of them did i think amy had a good Purely politically, I think she had a good night. Um, I think Biden... I don't know. We're getting to the point now where I think some people should be consolidating and like endorsing other people and stuff. Do you think Biden has fuck you energy? I think he does, but I think it, it, it's, it reads as slightly inauthentic to a lot of younger people because I think it's fuck you at the wrong thing. It's kind of mm -hmm. just like fuck energy. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's he's got... I think um, I think it's really hard for your fuck you energy if you're like an old straight white dude to 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 read as matching with the times. Except for Bernie. Yes, because of the way he spent his life. Right, right. I think right. it's like a very unique thing, and like I don't agree with him on everything. I don't, you know, whatever. But I just think politically, I do concede that he's maybe a little higher risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. But I I, I guess I kind of just feel like with the corporate Dems, it's like. Let us lose one. You know, you, you lost with Kerry. You lost with Gore. You lost with Clinton. Can we just try mm -hmm. once like a real person who wants to like do a thing? Yeah, let's uh, on just that, try. Like we're we dads. Just of course, we're going to fucking lose because we try because we're like good people and we try to have a big tent and there's all these internal contradictions and it's yeah. harder to be good. Right. And half of them fly on Epstein's plane. But the point is also, do you guys think it was weird that Pete flew Epstein's plane to New Hampshire after Iowa? I didn't know he did that. He did. He raised it out of the swamp like uh, like Luke in the X-Wing on Dagobah. And he flew You're making it. I, there's a lot of comic book references. My favorite movie Star is Wars The Dark Knight. movie. Oh, wait. Can I just tell you? I saw Star Wars in theaters with my friend Michael Kelly on New Year's Day. I had not been to the movie theater in God knows how the most long. most recent one? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea what was going on. It was probably the best movie I've ever seen. Whoa. I had... No, that's not true. The Dark Knight's my favorite movie. I, but think you, I think you've said this on the podcast before. Have I? I think so. this well, sounds familiar. Because I don't go to the movies very often. Sure. And I just really, really enjoyed not knowing what the plot was and yeah. 
just picking up. I want to be a Jedi. Anyway. So you're a Palpatine. That was where I saw watching. Yeah, I'm a Jedi. Yeah, maybe I'm forget law school. How about Jedi school? I'm in. All right. So how do we wrap this segment up, Max? What's your final thought for us? Um, I will just say that the New Hampshire primary is coming up on, um, I think, Tuesday. And that's a primary, not a caucus. Correct. Um, so that's like three days away. So we're about two days away from Pete declaring victory, <laughs> I'd say. Which is like such a George Costanza move. It sounds like a modern Seinfeld script. Costanza's like his manager. He's like, just declare victory. You won. Like, who cares? Yeah, there are no results. Well, how do you know I didn't win? It's genius, Jerry. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, but if you're, if you're, whoever you're supporting, you should stay involved. If you're an organizer for any of the candidates, even people that I disagree with, like, a lot of respect to you. Um, it's so hard doing organizing work. Yeah. It is so, like, emotionally draining talking to hundreds of people about stuff that's really important mm -hmm. and someone has to do it and um all these all these people like i don't care if you're organizing for biden or whatever like that is the dishwashing of our political system and if it's not done we're totally all so i think like i encourage people and if you're like younger and you're into politics like definitely do it mm -hmm. i'm glad i did it um it was a really useful experience um that's really it so kind of hopeful um personally i I think Bernie or Warren could win. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a little worried about these other people. Um, we'll see. But we'll see. And John Edwards should jump in just for chaos. Yeah, because there's not enough chaos already in this. You got Bloomberg waiting at the end. I was watching. I watched the Super Bowl and I the, some of his ads were, I thought, honestly, he's got a great ad team and he's got the money to do it. I thought some crazy? of the ads were so compelling. And I was and then I realized they were for Michael Bloomberg. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Do you Come see, on. He, he wants to do like an open office concept for the Oval. Like just crazy corporate shit. Like <laughs> standing desk. Yeah. What they should do is whoever wins should put Pete in charge of the transition because he worked at McKinsey. He's probably very good at walking into a room and firing people. I think he'd be excellent at that. Um, I'm not over uh, Oval Office standing desk. That's my platform. That would be cool. Well, you wouldn't have the floor be your platform. Wow. Blowing my mind. All right. Three well, coffees. Three coffees. Fuck you. Fuck you will win. I swear to God it will. All right. Well, we'll show see. me a general election where fuck you lost and I'll show you a lie. On that note, this has been. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this has been quite. Well, you'll join us for a later segment. OK, this segment's over. This has been Keep You Posted, hosted and executive produced by Hannah Trav, produced and edited by me, Ross Wiseman. Our art and logo is by Kristen Finger and our music by Graham Trav. For a list of our sources from the episode, bonus content, and to get in touch with us, visit us at www.keepyoupostedpod.com. <laughs>